Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. I just got off a call with my therapist after not talking to her. Um, not didn't get to have a session last week because I had my physical, so that interrupted my therapy time. But that's okay because I just had a great therapy session, and um, it ended with um, my therapist thoughts on my own generational trauma and healing within my my family, and. That's what I'm going to talk about today is um, generational healing and family trauma and your own personal trauma and how um, everyone's journey and how we heal these wounds are different. And I just want to kind of talk about some of the advice that I've been given that has never worked for me and has always been really gross and felt icky. And just kind of the breakthroughs that I've had the last like week and a half, it literally feels like it's been three months within the last week. So yeah, I'm Kylie B and this is, thanks for hanging out with me. So let's get into it. Um, so I just had a really great session and my therapist said to me, she's like, who knows, like you might go on to write a book about, you know, how you healed your childhood trauma and generational trauma in your family home because for those of you who don't know I am living in the house that I grew up in since I was five um I live with my parents I moved in with them back in with them almost two years ago or more than two years ago after after a breakup that was post-divorce then post then breakup, not my divorce, then another breakup after that, after another again failed relationship. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, I ended up back in the home that I have desperately been trying to escape my whole life. And uh, I have been doing so much inner child work while simultaneously raising my own child in the household that I was broken and the house where I was hurt and the home where things happened as a kid that just didn't make sense situations that occurred that no child should have to go through and really heavy stuff I mean I literally don't think I would even have enough time ever to be able to get into all of the layers of it uh, between, oh God, my AirPods falling out. Um, I don't even think I would have enough time to ever be able to fully dive into all the layers of my family um, and the just the generational imprinting and conditioning on both sides and what conspired from that and then what has conspired in me from that and I mean it's just it's a lot it's a lot and I always think about this quote that people always say like you can't heal in the same place where you got sick and when I talk about the chaos that is within the confines of my family and my upbringing and the chaos that I still deal with because my parents are who they are and they're conditioned to be a certain way and they are 
X, Y, and Z, and then throw in a fucking pandemic, global pandemic. And man, you got a recipe for a fucking, I don't even know what to call this shit. Cause it is, I can't even compare it to a natural disaster. Cause that's how bad it is. Like, I don't even have anything to compare this shit to. But that's what this last year has been. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, it was officially New Year's on the 14th. Um, that's the last day that I know, like, bars and restaurants were open. I know it's the last time that I was in a bar. So I've been, like, in my head on my calendar, my mental calendar, like, this last weekend was, like, the new year. And... Um, some celebrations. I have scheduled my vaccine. I am thrilled. I am through the moon. Um, but guess what? Didn't fucking make me feel as good as I thought it would make me feel. I thought the second I scheduled that shit, boom, all my problems would be solved. Ha ha. Bitch, you should know better by now. That's not how it works. Guess what? I feel a little bit better. I don't have as much dread about this virus shit and uh, being a super spreader. I feel good. I feel like I'm doing my part. I feel like I'm trusting science. Um, I feel like I'm not being a fucking idiot. That's nice. I like that. I like not feeling like a fucking idiot as a highly intelligent and highly emotional being. Um, the two sides of my brain don't like to get along because they are both equally powerful. I'm just as intelligent as I am emotional. And that's surprising to some people. Either some people think I'm very intelligent and not so emotional, or they, or they just think I'm completely emotional and not intelligent at all. Um, I don't need the approval of fucking anyone. I'm a fucking very smart individual, high IQ, high intelligence, high emotional being, highly emotionally intuitive, emotionally aware, highly self-aware, all of the things. The left and the right side brain, um, those bitches don't like each other sometimes. And like I talked about on... My podcast um the episode the last episode about not being okay and my like breakdown that i had um those bitches were fighting man they were my intelligent self was fucking pissed at the emotional one not happy um but then i realized there's another part that i have been neglecting and a lot of people have and it's just been brought to like my attention because my therapist said it she's like you know exercise gives your brain a break and i was like oh fuck i don't really do that so either one of my one of my brains is going, the intelligent or the emotional one. One of them is doing something at all times unless I'm asleep. And I literally said that to my boyfriend this weekend. I was like, I am only relaxed when I'm asleep. And that's not even all the time. I don't even have relaxing sleep all the time. So my only form of like exercise that I enjoy, because I don't like to exercise. I really don't. I don't like to get my heart rate up. I already have a very high heart rate. Naturally, my resting heart rate is in the 80s and 90s. I'm not joking. Um, I have like a hummingbird heart rate. Uh, that's okay. I've had this medically checked out. Trust me, my anxiety has been all over this shit like a fucking hawk. Nope, we're fine. Um, I'm just, I'm 4'11". I'm really short and I'm tiny. Uh, so that, I guess, has something to do with it. It says all the doctors I've talked to, so I'm not really too worried about it. Um, but yeah, so I don't really like exercise. I, li- I like yoga. Specifically, I loved hot yoga because I had a free membership. Shout out to Annie. Thank you, Annie, my client who is the best, and she was the client who actually 
was the one who I think I spoke about on my last podcast episode, who was the one I was with when I had uh, my panic attack that I didn't know was a panic attack until after it happened. But yeah, she is a was a power instructor and uh, was able to put me on her plus one and I was able to just go to core power, which is a great, great place. There's multiple locations around the country. You can go to any one. Um, it's pricey. It's very pricey. Um, so very bougie and I liked it and it didn't get my heart rate up too much, but I have to, it's really difficult for me to exercise on my own like in a gym because of like you know hello ADHD I'm already gone off topic like 18 times huh? um it's really hard for me to just do things and like without instruction or without following something so class style workouts have always been what's worked for me so in a, a panorama where everything's canceled and closed and you got a little schlup who doesn't do anything and sits around wondering why she feels like shit and hasn't really like moved her body so that bitch is going to come out more we're gonna get her active so that the other two bitches the mental and emotional one can take a nap a well-deserved nap um so i'll i'll keep y'all posted on that i've been trying to do yoga like a few minutes a day, literally just a few minutes because I can't really handle much more than that, which is real sad. 